0: This podcast is for entertainment and informational purposes only. It should not be considered medical, nutritional, psychological, or any other form of advice. If you need specific advice, please consult a professional.
1: Imagine your ideal life. Are you living it? If not, why not? Let me guess. You feel unmotivated, fearful, tired. These things may be true, but the question stands. Are you going to allow your current feelings to keep you from living your ideal life? Don't let your dream die. The choice is yours. And today, you're going to choose to step out and get after it. Let's go. What is up, guys? Back at you. Happy Tuesday for the first time ever. Me and Chance Brown here setting up. We're ready to rock your world with some neuroscience and to show you how nothing can defeat you. No objective. You got it. And we're going to show you exactly how today. Chance Brown, how you feeling, brother?
0: I'm feeling like I might have some dopamine in me.
1: Got some dopamine. Not dope. Ain't smoking the dope. But we got dopamine in our minds, okay? And today, we're going to be talking about the neural network that is going to push you to your goal.
0: We're going to talk about um, really complicated science stuff that Corbin's really good at and that I'm going to touch on.
1: And, well, and you know, it's complicated complicated stuff. I've read studies, but I'm going to make it as simple as possible for you all so that you can... Because this is, this is the reality of it. This is how you're going to push through difficult stuff that you haven't been able to push through before. So, you're going to last more than a month into your New Year's resolution this year because you've heard of this. So. Boom. Boom. Dropping bombs. Um, so, dropping wisdom bombs. And anyway, so, Wisdom Bomb Central. Let's talk brain stuff. Theibby, the ibby, the ooey Um, Actually, touched a brain once. Anyway, let's get into it. So, in the brain, there are a couple systems. There is a wanting system, specifically with motivated behavior. We're going to talk about the wanting system. We're going to talk about the liking system. So essentially how this works and how why we want certain things is because our brain, for whatever reason, we have a track record to think some sort of outcome is going to make us feel good, going to make us feel happy-happy, as they say on Duct Dynasty. So something in our brain says, Hey, guys, uh, it's actually a place called the hippocampus and another place called the amygdala. And these places go... Hey man, this that thing that that felt good last time. You remember that? And the, and the hippocampus is like, yeah, it felt good. And then um, they say, okay, so so actually, let me back up. We see something in our environment. Something happens. Let's say, chances out here, run a marathon. This man just went out here, and he ran five miles. And what's a, what's a very fast five mile time? Chance like like you're getting ready. You're going to prep for a marathon.
0: Uh. 30-some minutes, low 30 minutes.
1: Perfect. Really fast five miles. And he, this is an objective of his. You know, he's trying to run a sub 30-minute five-mile period. And he gets there. And then his brain senses that he got there. You know, he can see the time on his watch. That's what happens. He sees the time on his watch. And his brain goes, oh, my gosh. Remember that last time we ran that really fast marathon and it felt really good? It's happening again, I think, y'all. I mean, like, if we keep moving, we're going to be able to do this. That's what the hippocampus and the amygdala are talking about, two guys hanging out. I'm going to say, all right, let's do this. So what we're going to do is we're going to tell our buddy VTA over here, you know, like GTA, Grand Theft Auto, except it's V, um, and he's going to release this thing called dopamine. Everybody likes to talk about it, social media, you know, um, trying to get a hit of crack dopamine. And so here's what dopamine does. It makes us feel good, and it's the anticipation neurotransmitter. So it says, okay, y'all, um, we're getting really close and it pushes you forward and says okay well, let's keep going it gets you more and more focused and it gets you so a tunnel vision to the goal that you want to the thing that's going to make you feel good because it says hey this thing just happened so the rewarding thing's coming it's coming down the pipe y'all and so it sends a message to the thinking part of your brain so like the conscious like problem solving more complex area and that says okay Let's focus on creating all the conditions that happened last time whenever we ran that marathon really quickly. And let's focus so tightly on that because that reward's coming if we do this just a little longer. So essentially how this works is the more times that something happens in your environment and you sense it and you get a hit of dopamine and because you're anticipating it because this happened last time just before you got the reward, the more you are driven, even when it's hard, you're driven to actually attain the goal, the reward. So the key to this is to stimulate dopamine by seeing these reward cues, basically the things that happened just before the reward happened last time. Chance, any questions? Because other people might have the same questions.
0: No, I'm, I'm actually following, but I did have the obviously the pre-conversation with you on, right, on right, a right, little right. bit of this more in-depthly.
1: So what do you think people would have questions on? What are so what are some what, things you'd what think you?
0: What I'm thinking clarify? through is you know why why does that matter to me within my goal? And I know I'm Great. posing a tough question here, but I'm thinking okay this all. this is awesome science, but I want to know how I'm going to get to my goal. I'm right. That's what I'm focused on. So you know why is that going to motivate me? Okay, so
1: cold day January 15th. Your goal, I want to lose 15 pounds this year. Whatever or in six months, whatever your goal ends up being, the timeline. It's real cold. You know, it's early. You're going to go to work after this. You know, it's 6 a.m., you're getting up, and you're like, oh, man, should I? Do I need to go to the gym? Do I really need to go to the gym? A person that has dopamine in the system is going to get up and go to the gym. A person that doesn't won't. That's why it matters to you. That's why it matters that you are setting up these reward cues and noticing them and paying attention to them and, and relishing in the accomplishments that you've made towards the goal so that on those cold mornings you can actually get up and go to the gym because otherwise you won't.
0: Maybe you got a workout toboggan that gives you that yeah. association with that. Yeah. So, yeah, for me, a prime example was my the uniform I wore when I ran the marathon. When I wear that little jersey thing, it's like it gives, and I wouldn't say those memories, but it's like, wow, I did this once. I'm making steps to do it again, and it gives you those feelings and that, that dopamine release.
1: And it's also helpful like that. You remind yourself of how good it felt, too. You know, it's like, there's the thing I was wearing. I remember that, and you put that on, and you're like, you have an association. If you can associate the environment of you pro- progressing and doing the things that you have to do to to attain that reward, set in the conditions, then, and you create that association between the reward and that uniform you wore, then you get a positive sensation just by wearing the uniform, actually, because you have that association. And yes, dopamine hit, anticipatory of that good feeling that you had.
0: So i ask you a question because I'm curious because one thing that definitely want to promote is in the same scenario, you know, cold morning, I think that's a really good example because those factors can really drive you away from those those uh, those objectives or those tasks to get to your goal. So I'm going to the gym. It's cold. What I'm thinking in my head to tell others is, think about it's hard and it's hard. It's hard to because you're in the moment. Obviously, it's cold. That's all you're thinking about. But think about how you're going to feel after. You're going to get home. Maybe you're going to take a shower. You're going to have felt awesome. You're going to have completed that workout. Um, you know, you've started your morning off right. You're awake. You're you're feeling good. Is that dopamine or is that something else?
1: Yeah, so attributing positive sensations with other things. So, yeah, so in the in a microcosm, yes. So say that the reward in itself, and this is the cool part, the reward in itself can be, there can be a reward, you know, we talk about the big goal as a reward, but actually the completion of individual objectives can be rewarding because a lot of these things actually do make you feel good after you've completed them. So... If you think about the outcome and you attribute, you know, the good feeling you got whenever you came home and you or you finished in the gym and you looked in the mirror and you saw how great you looked, that good feeling you have. If you can associate getting up, you think about that and think about getting up or you're getting up in the morning and you think about that outcome. You think about I'm in the mirror and my muscles are getting larger or whatever or I'm my waist is slimmer. You think about how you feel in that moment. That can help you to get there. If you attribute... Going to the gym as the reason for that outcome and emotionalize that, that can help you to get up. And yes, the, the, you can actually stimulate dopamine as you're in the process of getting to that reward. Rewards, the, the liking or like in the moment feeling good, like I got to the thing and I'm attaining it and I've got it now, that is a different system. That's, actu- that's actually an opioid system as opposed to a dopamine system. But as far as getting up and you're, you're putting your waist and your shoes up and you have that association that doing this right now is going to give me that mirror moment, then that would be dopamine.
0: So I guess my, my thing would be set yourself up for that success. Try to put yourself in a situation where when you go through those thoughts that everything's set up, one thing I found for me was putting out my running clothes the night before, you know, setting that alarm, trying to get to sleep, preparing for that, knowing what was coming, knowing it might snow, knowing it might rain, Saying, hey, I've got everything set out so that you know when I face that challenge, that that association is going to push me forward. Um, also, you know, we're talking a lot about specific examples, likely to our thought process and our goals. If it's working out, if it's running, definitely take the time to associate this with your thoughts. It could completely, yeah. completely different on a completely different spectrum. Um, you know, we're using a lot of exercise examples just because we typically that's that's the Likely, I would say, well-known loss, like the well-known resolution of maybe weight loss or getting in the gym. Um, But like I said, take that and translate it over to what you would be your goals, Um, and and you know take the time to think about the challenges that you might experience. It might not be a cold morning. It might be. um, Think of those factors. You know that you would be able to apply them more than I would, not knowing what your goal is. Um, But take time to think of those and try to think through of how you can. Maybe not avoid those, but prepare yourself to when you're when you're about to work on those objectives that you can get through those.
1: And here's the other aspect of it: we talked in the first season. There was a couple episodes about knowing yourself, and meditation, and all those different things. Know what the stick. If you can, if you can imagine yourself in the situation and what you do, and figure out what your sticking point is, and then circumvent that ahead of time, like you're saying with the clothes. Like make it easier for you to overcome to get the activation energy to continue to do the objectives, because if you can get to know yourself on a personal level and notice what how you've behaved in the past, that can help too to set yourself up for success day to day. So so yeah, um, yeah. But any, like he said, any other objective. I mean, you can you can place it like this. You know, with this podcast, we're trying to grow our audience. You know. Every time that we get on our hosting service and we track our metrics and we see that we're, we're growing and growing and growing every month and every episode, that gives us hits of dopamine for this bigger goal. Our, our goal is to get 500 downloads a week. And every time, which we don't check often, but if in need of a dopamine hit to, to continue to do the work that we do and to put effort into it, we can look on there and see how our numbers have gone up. And that says, ooh, anticipation for that big 500 download goal. So, so yeah, I think that's a, another example, the, a way you could cross-apply the concept. So, so yeah, Chance, you got anything? I'm going to mention on some other things, if not. You take it home. Okay, cool, man. So, yeah, so after this dopamine system quacks in and it starts talking to your prefrontal cortex, you have a lot of, once you unlock that and you have an emotionalized experience that you had a, Hey, what a positive experience you did last time. The power of this thing, you don't even understand it. And in order to illustrate it better, I'm going to give you a couple examples of people, of of types of objectives that are activated with this dopamine system. So this very same wanting system, not directed in a positive direction, I will preface with this. This is the system for drug addiction. This is the system for gambling. This is the system for tons of out binge eating. Is the system that operates within all of those different disorders, but and that you see how powerful that is. People struggle to, to, um, to get off of alcohol and regain their sobriety. They they struggle to do things and tons of things that they value. They can't. They it's really difficult because this system can be so powerful if you learn how to use it for you as opposed to against you. If you learn how to use it for benefit in the long term and good feelings and good outcomes for yourself and people around you. You can rock this thing. I mean you've seen how hard you know especially the, the sad stories of drug addicts trying to get another high, you know their dopamine is so uh, upregulated in their brains that they will do anything to attain the drug of their of their choice of their of their addiction. They will do anything. They will they will not feed their families to achieve this goal. This, it's a negative goal, but regardless it's of the same system. There's an obsessive element of this that, in most cases, the, we hear about the bad ones, but you can use this thing for good, and that's what we're hoping to inspire you to do. Especially in this episode, just to let you know the magnitude and the power of this.
0: And like we said, connecting it back to just the previous episode, you know, Corbin's talking about how he's the word addictive. If it's aligning with your values, that's awesome. Not that no, I'm not. Promoting addiction here, but I'm saying the the drive at such a high level towards your values is such an awesome thing. So you know, connecting back to the previous episode, if you're aligning these goals with your values, and then you know, utilizing the system right here and continuing to push towards those values, you're going to find such a uh, enjoyment in those, even through those difficult, you know, those those cold mornings, as I'll say.
1: Right, right, and I think addiction. Addiction is the negative version of of drive, of persistence. Addiction, when we say the word addiction, it means they are so driven to, it could be a behavioral uh, addiction. They are so driven and dead set on just tunnel vision to get whatever it is, another another 16 cheeseburgers to eat or another... uh, to to engage in wrong behaviors.
0: Sorry, that made me really, really hungry. She's talking about 16 cheeseburgers.
1: Yeah, let's go, let's go have some. Uh, I'm, <laughs> so then we can we can backlash our, our exercise goals. <laughs> but anyway, um but yeah it's the it's the same system. I think it's motivation. It's all the motivation system. This is motive this is motivation. This is the science of motivation. We're motivated to attain rewards. It just depends on the quality of the reward. And we can talk later about that and how its implications in, in drug addiction. But um, the prefrontal cortex, where we do our higher-level thinking, that's the part of the brain that makes the decisions about whether the reward is, is beneficial in the long term as opposed to being a pleasure junkie in the short term. So, And in drug addicts, the prefrontal cortex, the connection between that and the, um, it's the VTA that releases dopamine and the what I call the NUKE, of the nucleus accumbens, the communication is blocked off there in drug addicts. So the 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 smart part of the mind that would say, hey, maybe we shouldn't continue to pursue this drug isn't able to communicate with the part that says, let's release dopamine, let's get the drug. And that becomes, as you get more and more addicted, the communication gets less and less um, vibrant and is less and less able to stop yourself, essentially. So uh, that's a little piece on that. But... Most of the things that make us feel good, going back to these rewards, are things that help us to survive and do well. So we have it's rewarding to eat food, you know the, the goal of eating food. Um, and it's, it's helpful for our survival. We would not be able to, to, to survive without food. Basic primal needs like that are parts of the reward system. But there's also more complex things that are rewarding to us. A lot of the reason that music is so popular is because it's rewarding. Uh, we like the, there are patterns in music, and then whenever there's an off kilter pattern, that's actually the most popular and most rewarding music for the brain. It makes us feel good. And that feeling here's a good example. Whenever that feeling, whenever you, whenever you are listening to music and you make it makes you feel good, that's actually opioids stimulating what's called the nucleus accumbens, and it makes you feel good. That is the reward. So there's things like that that we're not quite as sure on about why that's rewarding, but music is is an example of that.
0: Sleep is too. Sleep, Sleep meditation.
1: Yeah. Sleep, a lot of things like this are rewarding. Why exercise is rewarding? You know, frankly, like lifting weights, it makes you feel good. You're going to be in better shape. Well, why is it good to be in better shape? Well, there's a couple of reasons. One, uh, if another person uh, if there's a wild animal that comes up in the, you know, whenever this stuff was evolving, and we talked about this in season one, you're better able to defend yourself because you're stronger now, or in the case of running, you're now faster. We we have reward rewards that are set upon our survival, um, but in in the same sense, there are rewards that are what I call secondary rewards. So it are these are goals and objectives for things that make the primary. They unlock the primary reward. So Secondary is a learn, or sorry, money is a learned secondary secondary reward. So if you get money, you're able to buy food, you're able to buy shelter, you're able you're able to do a lot of these things that help us to survive better because we have the means to, in the 21st century world, purchase the things, and we have the the buying power to meet our primary rewards. Essentially, so so there are some rewards like that, and that are a little bit more nuanced, which is a lot of the stuff that we busy ourselves with today because it isn't as you're gonna get eaten by cougar esque. It's more nuanced than that now. So but anyway, that's a little bit on that. Chance you got any thoughts?
0: Um I was gonna actually transition to our uh our special question here.
1: Yes. Yes, yes, yes.
0: And I think it'd be a I think it'd be for you for you to announce so that uh, you know I'll eventually hear have to answer.
1: So for a final, or for a little fun segment, what should we call this? What's what? What's like our ba 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 da ba? Like a little intro? We got to make that.
0: Um, that's a great question. We'll put an intro. Well, what? It, at some point, we'll put an intro
1: to this little. Like we have like segments, you know.
0: To um,
1: like recurring segments.
0: The CC segment.
1: CC, I don't know. We'll work on. Hey, well, you know, we're gonna workshop that. We'll let you know. But we're gonna do our first one out. How these work? are, we're gonna ask. We're gonna pose questions in this episode on Tuesday, and then we'll answer them on the episode on Friday. So you know now you'll get to th- you'll get to think in your mind. Oh, I wonder what the answer to that is. And then on Friday, oh, we'll tell it you. It
0: can be our coogi section. Do what? Yep. And I figured you. would <laughs> li- I was hoping that everyone gave that. Well, Did you just say coogi? Yes. Q. G. QG, But you just say it really fast. It's question Q-G. and guess instead of Q and A. QG. cute you know it'd be Q and G, but you know, oh, we tried Q-G. to make it fancy. But yeah, but you say it fast and Q-G. make it QG. QG.
1: Oh, actually, this is one we may be stealing it. I have an idea here. We're just gonna this is like our pitch session right now. We're doing it live for you guys. Oh, so I, I like
0: okay. All right, all right.
1: So there's another podcast, it's called Call Her Daddy. I don't know if you've heard this. All right,
0: we're 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 going down the wrong. But, but no, 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 no. They just
1: call it question of the week. That but We'll have to figure out something like that. I, I like that that model is.
0: You just say you don't. I'm hearing you don't like Koji
1: No. No.
0: You didn't see the eye roll. That no. Came.
1: <laughs> you know when my voice gets really high. It's, uh, yeah. We'll, I don't think know. More we'll f- I will figure it out. I don't know. We're just we're just picking it up. But anyway, the question. The question. So the question is, uh, what what do you guys think is Chance's proudest moment? proudest accomplishment whatever you like to call it we'll answer it on friday and until then be thinking about it be thinking you know reflect on some of the things we've talked about and and yeah sounds good well we'll see you on friday nothing else you got chance
0: i was just telling the answer to that question is we'll see you guys next week For no excuse me not next week we'll see you friday for the answer habit. to that question i,
1: know, I can't especially on the Sunday episode, I'm not going to be able to see you Tuesday. Like, it it doesn't roll off my tongue. But, okay. I'll
0: I'll see you on Friday. see See you Friday.
1: If you are enjoying or benefiting from our show and you'd like to spread the love, you can do so by subscribing, downloading, and telling your friends and family about us, especially if you feel that they could benefit as well. Also, if you'd like to access our show notes, which includes any resources that we may speak about during the show, you can do so by clicking the down arrow, the details button, or the abridged paragraph, depending on the platform from which you are listening. We want to thank you for your continued support.
0: We really appreciate it. The Peace and Purpose podcast is a participant in the Amazon Services LLC Associates Program, an affiliate advertising program designed to provide means for creators to earn advertising commissions by advertising and linking to Amazon.com and its affiliated sites. Thank you for joining us on the Peace and Purpose podcast. See you next week.